Hi, I'm Siobhan Hunt, and this is Kindling Conversation, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. Just a quick note before we get into the next episode. If you haven't already, I'd love you to rate and review Kindling Conversation wherever you get your podcasts, or if you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends. It's always great for more parents to hear these stories and get the information. All right, thank you, and on with the show. Once you've toilet trained your child, you may think that the hardest part is over. And in a way, it is. But it can take a bit longer for kids to stay dry through the night. Children can often still be wetting their bed when they're at school. Heba Shahid is a physiotherapist and women's health advocate. She's here to talk to us about bedwetting in children. Hi, Heba. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Now, listen, some people might be saying... She's a physiotherapist. What has that got to do with bedwetting? Bed <laughs> What's your yes. response to that? <laughs> well, actually, that's, it's interesting because um, people are really unaware that there are such a thing as pediatric pelvic health physios. So my background is actually a pelvic health physio. So I specialize in women's health and in children's pelvic health. So wow, it's a bit okay. different to your normal pediatric physio, but it's specifically around issues in that bladder bowel area. Right. Okay. So... Can you tell me, for a friend, is it is it a normal thing? I'm not saying every night, but for occasionally, for a five- or six-year-old child to be still wetting the bed at night. So um, it's a common thing, but it's not normal. So at, up to the age of five, that is kind of normal. But after the age of five, um, there are about 20% of children that will experience bedwetting. Um, and it, like I said, it's common, and there are things that you can do to help address it. Like what? <laughs> Give me the tips now. Yeah, so, um, so in the pelvic health um, physio practice, this is where we normally recommend that women who have or families that have children that experience bedwetting, that it's not, it's not getting better, they can come in to see. Um, and there's different strategies that we use to help them. So we try to address firstly, why might they be experiencing this um, bedwetting in the first place? Is it a bladder problem? Is it a muscle like your pelvic floor problem? Is it a kidney problem? What is it? So we, the thing about bedwetting is that, you know, during the night, um, your your bladder, it's, it actually doesn't hold very much urine, like especially a child, you know, the bladder is quite small. It doesn't hold very much urine, but your kidneys are making a lot of urine. So, um, you know, th- there's there's the kidneys making urine, but there's nothing to hold it. And so then they just have those accidents. So it's about trying to find out, okay, why? And then there's certain strategies that we can do. Like we have um, sometimes nighttime alarm sort of systems. So we do like a blood, it's almost like a bladder drill program. They We set timed, um, timed wheeze during the night where they wake up and they go and empty their bladder to basically retrain their brain and their bladder to wake up and go and wee rather than emptying in the bed. Can you tell tell me why um, it would be that as an adult, we might, I mean, I often dream that I need to use a toilet and then I'll wake up and go and I have not wet the bed <laughs> yes. as an adult. So what is it that is not, is something seems to be not firing or connecting between their brain and their bladder. Would That's that right. be right? That's right. So, um, so like I said before, it could be a bladder problem, a kidney problem. It could also be a nerve problem. So that connection from your brain through your nerve down to your kidneys and to your bladder and down to your pelvic floor, it's not working very well. So, you know, children are still developing and ideally by the age of five, that system should have been developed. But unfortunately, in about one in five children, it's not completely developed. So we have to do a little bit of added help such as these, you know, drill programs during the night, nighttime alarms. It could be even, you know, 
it could be another reason why they're experiencing nighttime wetting where um, it could be related to their bowels. Like maybe they're actually constipated. A lot of children, um, so about up to 25% of kids can get quite constipated. And, you know, when you're constipated, there's like this blockage in your bowels and that puts pressure on the bladder. Like it pushes up against the bladder. Then the bladder, it feels even smaller because of this pressure of the bowels. So with the physio, the pelvic health pediatric physios, we look at why are they experiencing this? You know, could it be that they're actually constipated? And if we fix the constipation, we can actually fix the nighttime wedding. So that's getting to the root cause of why it's happening. So if I said to you, one of the things we've tried with my daughter, and it's I feel really cruel when I do it, but I figure she's not going to die first, is at night when she asks for a drink of water before bed, I always say no. Yeah. I just say no because I say if you have this, then you might wet the bed. That's actually one of the things that we do, which is um, we time what when they drink and what they drink. So usually in the three hours before bed, we advise that they don't have any fluids. So if they're going to sleep at 9 p.m. or 7 p.m., then a couple of hours before, so children might be two hours, um, two hours before there's no fluids because, like I said, the kidneys are making a lot of urine and the bladder doesn't have much room for it to fill up. So, yes, restricting that, that fluid in that time before bed is quite a useful tactic that we use. <laughs> so good, that's a good tactic. Um, so your advice would be um, to, if, you, if your child is still bedwetting after five years of age, go and see someone. What's the first step? So do you go and see your GP and say, this is what's happening. I'd like to see a pediatric physiotherapist or, or how do you, or can you go straight to a pediatric? You can. You can go straight to a pediatric pelvic health physio. Uh, finding one is going to be a challenge though. So it just depends on which area you're in and whether you can find one. Um of course, you can reach out to me and I can try and connect you with somebody. But yeah, finding one can be a bit of a I was going to say, it sounds quite like a specialist. It's very niche. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there's a few tips. I guess the, the takeout, though, is if your child is over five, still wetting the bed, maybe have a look into it. Um, so if it's just, let's say it's not every night, let's say it's once every five nights. Mm. So if it's once every five nights, then I'm starting to think that, you know, it's it could be related to something they've drank or something that they or maybe that they're constipated so again it's about getting to the root cause if it's a you know like it's not like all children will have a nighttime wedding you know every night like it is it can be spaced out for different children like I said just find the root cause what's happening in the bladder what's happening in the brain what's happening in the kidneys what's happening in the bowels are they constipated and are they um, having too much fluids just before bed um, you know, things like that. And sometimes it can even be emotional issues. Like maybe they're scared about going to school t- the next day. Like maybe there's, you know, we know that there's sometimes emotional issues as well. So finding that root cause is really important. Yeah. And having a team around you um, that can help you identify the root cause. All right. Well, I think those are some great tips there. Heba, thank you so much for coming in. No worries. It's been my pleasure. That's Heba Shahid. She's a pelvic health physiotherapist and women's health advocate. We're the beanies. Get your child off screens and into their imagination as we explore how bubbles are made. What's in a sneeze? Achoo! And what's with the weather today? Professor Know-It-All knows. Hello, beanies. Hello. The The Beanies. A podcast just for kids. Subscribe now on iTunes or listen anytime on the Kindling app.